When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, I came to the realization that I'm 100 years old because I lived in a household where not only we were raised drinking milk, but we got them from the milkman in milk bottles in our little milk box. Oh, how cute is that? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. You know what's crazy is I, when you were talking about that, I just was watching this viral video last night of Katie Ledecky, who is the oh, Olympic yeah. medalist. Right. So she's training like crazy because the Olympics are coming up and there is video footage. I will share this on our page of her swimming from one side of the Olympic pool to the other with a glass of milk on her head. That's amazing. Not spilling a drop. Wow. It was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. All right, Aaron Rodgers is out, and uh, Matthew Perry making headlines this morning. Was Matthew Perry not as nice of a guy as everybody thought? We'll get into both those stories here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Jennifer Lawrence and Robert De Niro. Yeah. So Jennifer Lawrence looking back on her wedding day, and she says all she sees is pain. (laughs) What? Not really. In a recent interview, she said it was awful, though. She said, like a lot of brides, She thought it was really hard to have fun because it was so stressful, and she was so worried about her guests, and it didn't help that she got married in October in Rhode Island. Ugh, I hate that. So she said she was freaking out about her guests being cold, and while most people reassured her that they were fine, her mother wasn't so polite. She told Jennifer, it's freezing out there. Your grandmother almost died. (laughs) (laughs) Chaos actually started at the rehearsal dinner when she kicked Robert De Niro out. She said that she looked over and she saw Bob, who doesn't know anybody, and he's kind of just wandering around. She said, I immediately was like, no, this isn't what he wants to be doing. I don't want him here. So I went over and whispered. I was like, go home. And he was nice. He talked to my parents and was polite, but I was like, go. That just genuinely made me feel better. Thank you for putting him out of his misery. Exactly. (laughs) That's funny. And, well, you know, he's a good guy for showing up and taking one for the team. Of course. That's nice. Um, yeah, you know, I have officiated a few weddings. I yeah. dabbled in it for a while and then I, I stopped cause it, it just, it got to be a little out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every once in a blue moon, you know, for someone who I'm close to or care about, I might make an exception. And you know, the thing I always tell them whenever we're sitting down, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it when you're planning the ceremony. And the thing that I can never stress enough is guys, this is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. 
We're talking about all these details and all these choices you have to make. And what are we going to do about this person? Well, I don't know if we should include that because it might offend that person. Mm -hmm. And you get stressed out and you start arguing and you forget why you're doing this in the first yeah. place. You know, you're getting married. Right. Yeah. And you, are in love. you want to look back on this as a time where that was one of the greatest, most fun nights yeah. of our lives and, and you don't want to you don't want to look back on it like jennifer is and saying oh it's one of the most stressful times ever yeah. it's supposed to be fun and correct. no one is going to remember what color napkins you fought over and then decided right. to choose correct no one exactly. even remembers all right guys we got to take a quick break we'll come back to this we'll get to matthew perry aaron Rodgers, and the rest of the day's e-news this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com cult following movies from the 1990s is a movie called mall rats oh yeah kevin smith's mall rats mm -hmm. and uh, actress shannon doherty Kind of blames Kevin Smith's mall rats for killing her film career. Even though the movie now has a cult following. I don't even remember that movie. Well, I, mean, I remember didn't, the title, but yeah, you, you wouldn't, probably wouldn't yeah. remember what happened. It made a little more than $2 million at the oh, box God. office with a budget of $6 million. So oh, it was sort of bomb. considered a flop at the time, but over the years it has become one of those, one of those iconic movies that does uh, probably made a lot more money in you know post-release yes sales than uh than than it did at the box office and shannon says people literally thought that i was carrying the movie so therefore it was a box office failure <laughs> it was completely on Her me fault. right yeah so there was no film career after that which was a little brutal Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really thought Mallrats was going to kick me into that gear of making movies. She actually said this to Kevin Smith on an episode of her podcast, and Kevin apologized to her because he genuinely thought the movie would do well since the head of Universal Studios at the time predicted it would make $100 million. What? They had a lot of faith in it. I mean, I guess so so. sometimes they're wrong. Way wrong. <laughs> You that know, would have been huge profit on a $6 million movie, but... Uh, they yeah. happily gave him that money with the expectation to make $100 million. You know, these seasoned executives who've been doing it for years, every now and then, they, they get, get one wrong. wrong. Yeah. I know, I just can't even imagine what that's like on opening weekend. I, I, I look at these movies that have like $300 million budgets. And their opening weekend, they make twelve million. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. I just can't even imagine how, what that would be like as the executive, as the producer. Oh, the pressure you and, the, be on. and the actors, and just oh, that's God. when you're like, I really, really hope it does great overseas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the Asian market just loves it. Can you imagine though, mortified. if you're running a studio, you got to be so oh. careful about what you green light. 
And there may be a project that you're looking at as an executive and you see the value in it, the artistic value, and you think it's amazing on on so many levels. But in the back of your mind, you're like, this ain't going to make any money. Yeah. I can't. I I want to. Uh This is is what I want Hollywood to be, but it's my job's on the line. What about all those movies they make, too, that they put all that money in and then when it ends, it never sees the light of day? Like that's oh, gotta, when they completely show. Yes, when yeah. they just what say, was the one? We're there not was releasing there was yet. one that would just happened recently. Oh yeah, we talked that, about it around yeah. Christmas. What was that? And it wasn't. It was a wasn't it a superhero? Was it a superhero? Oh, yeah, I think it was something, and it was just like oh. And it wasn't that good, but then they talked about maybe one of the streaming people picking yeah. it up. Oh, I can't awesome. remember. I think ultimately one. somebody did. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie that was shot here, Tim, what was oh, that yeah. movie with Austin Butler? The, the motorcycle, the, motor, yes. the gang, motorcycle gang movie. That yes. got shelved? Yes. It did. Really? It did. It got shelved. Yeah. Wow. It was supposed to release at the end of last year, and then they talked about the beginning of this year. And why? And then, did they say why? I guess maybe they just don't think it's that great. I have no idea. But it's one of those ones that they're hoping that somebody will pick it up, rebrand it, and release it towards the end of the year. Like sometimes what will happen is they'll start production and there are issues. Maybe there's been a director change. Maybe there's philosophical differences. The star's not getting along with the director or it's just not coming out or panning out the way that they were hoping. And so they'll shut it down before they invest any more money into it. But in some of these cases, they've not only finished filming and editing and doing all the post-production on it it's ready to yeah. go it's ready to go and yeah. then they shelve it like, right yes. that's where they really lose their shirts right so the uh, so this is from vanity fair now it says austin butler's the bike riders lands summer release date after disney has shelved it so somebody did pick it up Dang. and it's going to come out june 21st 2024 on okay. focus features but yeah that was an example of like it's just sitting around yeah yeah i mean i've seen i've i've heard you know, stars talk about how they'll get a script, they read the script, and they love it. Yeah. But then, depending on who the, who the director is, once they start filming it, they realize that just in the way that it's being shot or the tone or the script rewrites, it's turning into something completely different than what they signed up for. Right. But now you're stuck. Yeah. Because you signed do? on to it. Yeah. And you turned down other jobs so you could do this one. Yeah, now there's a lot do? of stories that actors have told about those right. kinds of situations. Yeah, and then God forbid you spend all the time. You know, you get paid, but they shelve it. So, so much for that back end money you were counting on. Yeah, but you're probably <laughs> yeah. also relieved that no one is going to see it. That's true and too. As yeah. you're making it, it's awful. It's what if you like, felt oh, like it was your God. best work? That, that was my best work. Uh, oh, I know that would be the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so your news stories like this would probably pop up at some point because it seems to happen a lot when people pass. So this is coming from the Daily Mail in Britain. It's not always reliable, so take it with a grain of salt. But back in February of 2021, Matthew Perry's fiance Molly Hurwitz, broke up with him, supposedly because he bought a Valentine's gift for a woman he met on a dating app. According to a so-called source, he, quote, threw a coffee table at her because he had, quote, terrible abandonment issues. Matthew also had a sober companion living with him, but she quit in March of 2022 after he allegedly had a meltdown, pushing her into a wall and then throwing her onto a bed. Neither woman has confirmed these allegations. Other sources are saying Matthew lied about his sobriety for years and was, quote, verbally, emotionally, and physically abusive. Hmm. That's sad to hear. I know. Now... Say all of this is true. 
which we don't know if it is. Do we need to know this now? Or if somebody dies and this kind of information comes out, should it just be ignored, shoved under the table, not discussed? Do you have an opinion on that one way or another? No, because I, I, I see both sides, sides about it. I yeah, know, I and too. I hate to be that person, but I just, I really do, because yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it from both perspectives. You know, mm -hmm. I never, like, I, I never talked about being molested as a child until after the guy died. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't intentionally timed that way, but I could see a lot of people questioning that. Yeah. If I decided, you know, that he that was the, the opportunity to defend. Exactly right. Yeah. Having said that, there were other accusers while he was still alive. Yeah, yeah. For what it's worth. Right. And, you know, as a, like, as if he has victims, you know, um, it would be really hard ha hearing all of the press and everyone just talking, going on and on and on about what a wonderful guy he was. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute. Yeah. Do you know what he <laughs> wait did to a me? You don't know the whole That was story. not my experience. Uh, you know, you're not hearing everything here. So I could see why people would come out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I guess, has been bounced from ESPN's Pat McAfee show. and So he was a regular there. He was. I guess every Wednesday. And uh, Pat is kind of relieved. <laughs> On yesterday's show, he said, uh, oh, it was, it was Tuesdays. It was Tuesdays. Aaron Rodgers was on Tuesdays. And on yesterday's show, Pat said, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday season four is done. Uh, there will be a lot of people that will be happy with that, myself included, to be honest. With the way it ended, it got real loud. And uh, I'm happy that it's not going to be my mentions moving forward, which is great news. He added that he was lucky to have Aaron on the show. Uh, but, quote, some of his thoughts and opinions piss off piss off a lot of people. And I'm pumped that this is no longer going to be every single Wednesday of my life, which it has been for the last few weeks. <laughs> he can finally take a breather. Yeah. I wonder if any... Uh, he was getting, also getting a lot of heat I, from ESPN. And, you think so? Uh, oh, Pat McAfee was, yeah. yeah. I mean, he says he doesn't care, and, you know, he's, he's a larger-than-life personality who's badass enough to stand up to the man, but... I'm sure that that infighting from corporate and the pressure he was getting was not fun. I not to mention all the online criticism he was getting. But he was also getting a lot of attention that I wonder if he will continue to get at the levels that he has been. Well, I don't know, but he signed a pretty long-term lucrative deal with ESPN. He's not going anywhere. No. So he has a lot of other opportunities to make a name for himself. <laughs> All right, Wiz Khalifa shows up to his 10-year-old son's parent-teacher conference is high. He says... <laughs> I was just talking about this this morning. <laughs> he says the teacher's expected and know what's up. Isn't he's, that crazy? He's also pretty sure his son smells like weed when he goes to class anyway. Oh, my God. This is what he says. He says, I'm pulling up high because I want them to, I want them to connect with the real me. They're not going to get a fake version of me or this made-up parent that society makes you think that you're supposed to be. I am who I am, and it's not because I'm a celebrity or anything, but it's because it's really what I believe in, and why not get the real me? Why would I have to go change who I am or act like I'm not for, that, for these places that I'm going to? I think my favorite line from the story is, he says the teachers expect it and, <laughs> quote, know, know what's, what's up. up. Know what's up. 
Do you think that he can take his child's uh, <laughs> education seriously while he's high? He's like, I, don't be so precious. They know what's up. <laughs> they know what they're getting. I Come can on. just see him not caring if his kid is in trouble, well, doesn't know the ABCs. You're going like, to blame the son yeah. for the father's actions. Stop it. It may be the only way he can calm down and focus. Are his brain cells, are the son's brain cells dying by all of the uh, secondhand, secondhand weed? <laughs> that would be something as There's a teacher. A lot. What do you do as a teacher if you have a 10-year-old showing up in your class every day smelling like weed? Well, we could ask some of our local parents, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, teachers, yeah. Right. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is under fire for his latest guitar collaboration with Schechter Guitars because people say it promotes self-harm. That is because it is an electric guitar with a razor blade-shaped body in metallic silver. And it is creatively called the Machine Gun Kelly Razor Blade. In case you didn't know, there's the, the background on this story is there's a stereotype within the pop punk emo genre that fans cut themselves well when mgk introduced the guitar at a recent show he said it's an ode to the crazy times he had in his 20s and an ode to his album tickets to my downfall and the lyric from the song title track he also took to twitter to or x or whatever we're calling it today uh, to say, quote, I ne I'll never explain my art because true art is conversational and always up for interpretation. But I will say, most of you constantly interpret it wrong and then blame me for your version of what you think my art is. Ultimately, I'm sad at how people perceive me in general. Peace. The guitar, by the way, has already been marked down from $2,100 or $2,200 to fifteen hundred dollars. Wow! And there you go. Hmm. Anything else? No, that is all I have. Leave it there for now. We got more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Bridal Rama Winter Showcase. We do it every year. It's very exciting. Happening Saturday and Sunday, third and fourth of February at the Sharonville Convention Center, and. Uh, We'll give you everything you need to plan your dream wedding. If you're lucky, we tell you to call in. Not yet, but it's coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Andrea. Yes. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Doing fantastic. I got your headlines here. 
pick the real one, you're going to Bridal-Rama, okay? Okay. All right. So is it A? A woman tried to poison her husband because she thought a soap star fell in love with her. Is it B? Guy divorces his wife, accusing her of cheating on him with a tennis racket. Or C, man tells wife he can't stay married because aliens stole his gonads. I think it is A. You are correct. Good job, Andrea. You get to get a bridal drama. Enjoy the cake. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, if you think that soap opera storylines are too sensational to happen in real life, I got news for you. You don't know enough people who watch these shows. A 64-year-old grandmother in Massachusetts, her name is Roxanne Doucette. She tried to poison her husband because she had a new man waiting for her in the wings. And that man was soap opera star Thorsten K of The Bold and the Beautiful. That's still on? Seen weekdays at 1230 on Local 12. Oh, wow. Uh, Apparently, some scammer was texting Roxanne pretending to be Thorsten, and she believed it was real. Partially because she was a diehard fan of the bold and the beautiful and was just, I'm assuming, used to outlandish storylines. Yeah. But one message from Thorsten said, you have to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. Well, what's uh, she supposed to do? Well, Roxanne said she needed to do some thinking. Okay. And that's when she hatched a plan. She told Thorsten... Making an amazing soup. Special potion. Oh, boy. He will be hungry when he gets back. And later, she said, Hubby got back. Not feeling well. Maybe I can collect life insurance. Wow. Thorsten responded, Honey, when will that be? Roxanne said, Don't know. I mean, you got to hand it to the scammer. Somehow they knew Roxanne was a bold and the beautiful nut. Right. And most scammers, you know, you figure don't even know your first name. True. Roxanne's husband did have some kind of medical event. And she ultimately was the one who called 911, but he has since recovered and will be fine. Oh, it my gosh. didn't take long for the police to zero in on Roxanne. And she has been charged with attempted murder. Oh, my God. Along with resisting arrest and assault on a cop. Do you think when he got sick, like, he immediately thought her? Or do you think he just got a bad case of food poisoning or something? Like, I, You know, I don't know. What would you think? <laughs> well, you know, I've known Kristen for a very long time. Uh-huh. And I've not had easy. any. Oh, it'd be very easy. Very easy. Especially since she's never given me any reason not to trust her Uh thus far after. How long has it been now? Been a bit. (laughs) A million years. I see this a lot on Snapped, though. We watched that show Snapped. I think it's on A&E or whatever. But it happens often where, like, a woman will slowly just poison and he gets sicker and sicker and goes to the hospital and they don't know what's wrong with them and they run labs and it's some random plant extract that they ordered from somewhere overseas. Yep. It is unclear what kind of soup she made and what she spiked the potion with. But uh, the neighbor, I mean, when the neighbors heard about it, they're all on Twitter, like they're all speculating and 
talking amongst themselves trying to figure out what the heck happened yeah. there. Like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, when I saw the picture, I was like, oh my gosh, Ridge from Bold and Beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I reading right now? This cannot be real. What did she use, you know? Was it rat poisoning? Was, you know, gosh, it's like scary. Yeah, Ridge hasn't commented. Or, yeah. you know, the real Thorsten K, I should yeah. say. The actor who plays Ridge has not commented. Hmm. Yep. I wonder if she was his type. You know. <laughs> you shall have to ask him. Yeah. I know. I mean, think of the think of the kind of letters you probably get being, you know, any kind of celebrity, but especially soap stars, because you do these melodramatic storylines. Oh, you know, how many times has someone died and then Oh, they came back. They didn't really die. Right. Stefano DeMero died probably 37 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think about, too, like, they have to be getting all kinds of crazy fan mail. You know, I was when I was watching The Crown, um, they were showing Prince William in his bunk room when he went to boarding school. Oh, right. And there were, like, sacks. Bags of it. Sacks and sacks of mail. Coming mm-hmm. to him in his, I mean, these people are on TV every day. You know they got to be getting tons of stuff. Right. Yeah. And he got bombarded after his mom died, too. Yeah. With, like, really crazy. Creepy. creepy upsetting. Things. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, it's 11 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 on your Thursday. Weather-wise, partly cloudy skies today. We'll see a high of 44. We got rain moving in tomorrow during the morning. Uh, and then it'll pick up this afternoon or uh, tomorrow afternoon with more steady stuff and a high of 47. Right now, 33 at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Ashley is looking for a second date update today. We're going to try to help her out. Welcome, Ashley. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to talk to you. We're going to try to solve some problems here today. Get your second (laughs) date. We're going to change your world today. That's the goal. (laughs) So tell us about Matt. How'd you meet Matt? Well, I met him on Tinder. um, And we met up for just like, I don't know, like a half an hour. You know, just the first meet and greet. You don't want to keep it too long in case it's terrible, but um, it was good. It was really good. Okay. Where, um, where'd you go? Yeah. So we went to um, Yagoot for frozen yogurt. Nice. And, it's perfect. Yeah. Just super easy. And so he walked in, he was like super cute, really great smile and just like calm, cool, collected. You know, I always get like a little nervous sometimes when, I'm going to meet someone for the first time, but he made it, like, super easy. Nice. That's good. Okay. Yeah. So so we got our yogurt, and then we just sat there and chatted, and he had a really cool vibe. Like, I felt we had a ton in common, and he told me about his job and his dog and his family, and, I don't know, the conversation was just really easy. Cool. Um, did you yeah, guys meet so there, he, or did he pick you up and take you to 
Yogurt. No, we we met there. I'm not about to get into a car with a stranger. Are you kidding? <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I know. You'd be surprised. I'm always floored at the ones that go home, like go back to his place on the first night. Like you have oh. no yeah. idea who this, and you're just going to his home, and you were completely alone with this total stranger. Happens all the time. I know. All the time. No, I can't do it. My grandmother would roll over in her grave. She'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. So how did it end then? You just finished your yogurt. Did you hang out and talk a bit more? or? Yeah, like I found out like he's from Fairfield and like he has a lab dog named Baxter and he works at like, or he's a manager actually um, at like a car parts store. So I don't know, like, we had a great time. We like hugged goodbye when we left and I thought it went, I thought it went really well and that we would end up like having an actual like real first date, but Mm -hmm. I haven't, I haven't heard from him at all. So I'm just kind of wondering what's up. Yeah. It's a good question. Tell me again how you two met. Tinder. Has Tinder ever done commercials? Do they have a jingle that we could sing every time somebody has a Tinder date? Tinder, when you just want to hook up fast. Yeah. <laughs> Tinder, so you can hit her. Now, that wouldn't be right. I was thinking hit it, but then hit her has a completely different. No. Now, that's not going to work. Tinder, so you can nail her. No. <laughs> Popper. Like, listen, I know, I know we met on Tinder, and I know, like, I know the reputation of that app. It's right? shifted, but... though, I think. A little bit. Like, yeah. I have some friends who have, you know, gotten married from it. So it's Turned not Turned it into like... something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yogurt date's pretty tame. Yeah. For Tinder, which yeah. is good. This is good. I, I'm just, in the back of my mind, I always think on these Tinder dates, were they looking for just a hookup? Right. Yeah. And then they went through the yogurt motions just to be polite and realized, all right, nothing's going to happen today. See you, bye. Mm-hmm. But we're going to find out. We're going to call him up, see what Matt says when we come back as second date update continues. Try to get your second date or at least an explanation at the very least for Ashley on Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. So Ashley and Matt went on a yogurt date. Mm-hmm. A little fro-yo. Ooh. Get to know each other. <laughs> fro-yo. That's how the kids say it. I, that just never sound to me ever sounds like frozen yogurt. It sounds like it should be something dirty or something, I don't know, something like other than really frozen yogurt. weird health food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? So they, they hung, just hung out at Rookwood and sort of watched the cars go by in the parking lot while they chit-chatted over their yogurt. I like it. And uh, then they had a little hug goodbye, and that was the end of it. I mean, all told, how long did the date, what was it, like an hour, hour and a half you guys hung out? No, it was just like 30 minutes. It was short and sweet. Super short date. It was yogurt. I mean, you go, you get your fro-yo at Yagoot, don't you? I do love it. Do you, what do you tend to to get? Because isn't that where you kind of build your own yogurt? Yeah, I just do the Fruity Pebbles. You just do I that. Just ask for the fruity pebbles. You keep that's it simple. All. Yeah. Yeah. How many different options are there of things that you can put on? Oh, your there's yogurt? all kinds of things. There's sprinkles. Yeah. They do little uh, broken up candy bars, fruit. 
Yeah. Like that. Ooh, that sounds good. I like that. Reese's peanut butter cups. Everything. Like that to keep it cold. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. The options are limitless. Okay. So let's give Matt a call and see what's going on. Okay. Hi, Matt. Uh, yes, who's this? Hey, Matt. It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Um, I probably shouldn't have answered the call. <laughs> Why shouldn't you have answered the call? We're nice people. Uh, I, think I, know, I think I know what this is. You do, huh? Who, who called about me? Is there more than one possibility? I mean, there's... A couple dates that didn't go so well, so I'm wondering who it was. That did not go so well? Nope. Why? They just, they weren't your type? Uh, I mean, each one was <laughs> was pretty different. You you get a lot of uh, a lot of variety out there on Tinder. Uh, before I tell you who called us, what are you looking for? You just looking for a hookup or are you looking for a relationship? I mean, both. I, I, I guess it depends how it goes. You know, I'd, I'd love for it to grow into something more if it's just a hookup it's just a hookup but you know if it turns into a relationship that'd be great yeah so ashley called us you guys oh, okay. had a little yogurt date yeah um, all right okay that, that's a relief that's not a big deal okay <laughs> what's not a big deal meaning she didn't do anything that was bad or no no i just i was i was afraid it was going to be someone else i was a little worried that uh <laughs> this one's pretty simple this one's pretty simple. Now you got me curious about the other one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have so many questions. All right, well, let's talk about Ashley. Did you like Ashley? Yeah, I mean, she she seemed fine. Um, you know, we went out to Yagoot and, you know, just going to get some frozen yogurt and have a good time. And then, then I knew everything I needed to know about her. Okay. Is there, is there something lacking? There's something about her that just rubbed you the wrong way. What's the story there? You're just not feeling I, it? No, I just think that it seems like who she is as a person. Because, you know, you know, it's one of those places where you get it and it's by weight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Depending on, like, how many toppings you add. Yeah, so she had them loaded up, like, everything, as much as they could possibly fit in there. Oh. She had it up to the top, which is fine. You know, I mean, it's by weight, but, you know, she's hungry and wants to have a, a good treat. She's a good eater. <laughs> and But then the problem was we go and sit down, like, whatever. It's, it's not going to be a big deal. I paid for it. It's a handful of bucks. But then we sit down, and she takes, like, three bites and then throws it away. She's like, mm, I'm full. Oh. What a waste no. of yogurt and candy and all that goodness, all that sugary, just wonderfulness mm-hmm. in yeah, the trash. she didn't even ask in the trash. She didn't ask if I wanted to try what she got. She threw it right in the trash, and I had to sit there the rest of the day watching my money melt in the trash can. It is heartbreaking, <laughs> isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, it's very simple. I, I don't need to be with someone who's who's so wasteful. So was it the fact that she was wasting the food, that it was a waste of money? All of it. Yeah. All of it. She took way more than she needed, and then she was wasteful and threw it in the trash after three bites. Yeah. Like she could have shared, she could have offered, you know, like for me to take it home if I wanted it, she just threw it away. And it'd be different if she paid for it, but I paid for it. You know, I do get very upset with people, if especially with sweets. 
Like if they get a donut and just take one bite and throw the rest out, right. or and it's like, why would you? Why get? Why get the donut in the first place? I just wanted a taste. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to eat the whole thing, <laughs> but I'll break off a piece. Right. Then you know what? Maybe that's what people need to do: is break off a piece of the donut right. and then give the rest to someone else, as opposed to you know getting their slobber all over it. Well, okay, Ashley, there's your answer. I like honestly, I don't even know what to say to that. Like. I might have taken more than what I needed, but, like, you guys, I had never been there before. Like, I didn't know how it worked. Like, I, I can't believe that you're judging me for that. Like, that just seems really silly. I'm sorry you wasted $9.75. Like, But you're an adult. You know how your stomach works. You knew you were not going to eat that much. What a complete waste. Even if you didn't know it was by weight, why would you take so much? Because I wanted to try a little bit of everything. But I don't want to, like... America is so fat. We I don't need to join the group, you know? <laughs> well, they do have smaller sizes. Yeah. You didn't have to get the big one. And do it on your own dime yeah. if you want to try all the flavors. I mean, if I'm being honest, like, are you really upset that you lost $9? Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems like you're judging someone really, really harshly for $9. It wasn't like a $100 meal. Matt, what, what would be worse, her wasting a $10 yogurt or you taking a woman out on a date, paying for a fancy dinner with a bottle of wine, and no, this is not for me, and now you've just wasted 100 bucks or whatever on dinner? But you know what? If, if at least it was a conversation that, you know, it was a date, we had a good time, and everything was fine, that, that would be completely different. You know, I've been on dates where it doesn't happen, but this was just wasteful, and it was wasteful to be wasteful. So I, that just tells me everything I need to know about her. Wow. Okay. They got almonds, chocolate chips, coconut, fruity pebbles, granola, gummy bears, M&M minis, Oreo, peanut butter cups, pecans, rainbow sprinkles, vanilla wafers, yogurt chips, alligator crunch, which lot. is cashews, coconut, and brown sugar. The list is endless. Not to mention See, now fruits, I go. bananas, blackberries, blueberries, Where's kiwi, mango, one? pineapple. See, yeah, you can make it healthy. Put some kiwi on Rookwood. there. Yeah, they well, got one in Milford. They got Nutella. They have Ghirardelli chocolate, Ghirardelli white chocolate, oh Ghirardelli God. caramel, honey, Reese's How peanut butter decide? sauce. There's just too much. And every month right? they come out with different seasonal flavors. See, I would have a, I would have a tough time just picking a few things, too. That would be hard. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I was kind of hoping this would, this would work itself out, but I guess not. No, definitely no I don't think so. Mm. Great. Awesome. I'm mm, sorry. Well, Matt, thank you for taking the call and having the conversation with us. And, Ashley, we'll see you good. <laughs> I guess so. All right. They give you a little sample taste if you ask. Oh, do, of, they, of they all give the you toppings? like a little spoon. Oh, nice. Well, I was going to say the yogurt. Oh, yogurt's so secondary. Give me the stuff that goes oh, on top. Yeah. A little sample of those <laughs> mini M&Ms. It's just a carrier. <laughs> all right. If we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Goodbye, Fruit Stripe Gum. Hello, Double Big Mac. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. are being targeted to visit Lexington. 
We'll explain. Plus, the five neediest dog breeds. And goodbye, Fruit Stripe Gum. It is Thursday, the 11th of January, 2024. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, it's time for some 2024 nostalgia death, something that ceases <laughs> to exist, even though virtually no one was aware that it still existed in the not. first place. I did not. You, but you're aware of it, Oh, right? God, like, yeah, yeah. I used to love that stuff. So the makers of Fruit Stripe Gum announced that it has been discontinued after an incredible 55-year run. The issue with it was, though, is it only maintained its flavor for approximately 34 seconds. I feel like that's true for <laughs> all of those Wrigley gums. All, even Big Red? Yeah, I mean, for only for so long. You know, yeah. they're, I mean, they're gone within five minutes, yeah. I would say. I couldn't you tell know, you the on last the long time side. I chewed gum. I could not even tell you. They even last that long. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Fruit Stripe Gum. If the name rings a bell, this was the gum with the zebra mascot, bright colors, zebra striped onto mm -hmm. the gum. Yep. And wrappers printed with temporary tattoos. Orange, yellow, purple. Yeah, the gum was originally launched back in 1969 by the Beech Nut Company, which now primarily produces baby and toddler food. Uh, but the gum came in five flavors, wet and wild melon, cherry, lemon, orange, and peach. There you go. Uh, there was briefly a chocolate flavor back in the late 1970s, but then that went away. I don't remember that one. And then there was also a line of fruit stripe bubble gum, which I don't remember either. Mm -mm. But as usual, when stuff like this happens, some opportunists freak out, ran out to buy the remaining stock and Hoard it so they could sell it on eBay for crazy prices. And people will pay. Yeah, here's a fun fact. The zebra mascot's name was Yipes. Yipes? Yes, and there was an ad slogan proclaiming, Yipes! Stripes! <laughs> but as a kid, I didn't care that the flavor went away within a minute or two because I was, as a kid, I was always attracted to anything that had colors like M&M's, mm -hmm. Skittles, Fruit Stripe Gum, things like that. You were more into that than you were the chocolates? Yes. Yeah. I was. Lucky Charms is another one because oh. it had all those different colored marshmallows. In. Sure. Uh, Fruity Pebbles, Fruit Loops, things like that mm -hmm. would just immediately suck you right in. Yeah, and as an adult, like when it comes to fruits, I'm less into citrus fruits and more into berries, if that huh. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, you know, when one thing passes, something else comes along. Yes. Uh, if you didn't get to try this four years ago, now's your chance. McDonald's is bringing back its double Big Mac for a limited time. That sounds like a very large burger. Oh, yeah. They debuted it. On March 10th of 2020, just days before the entire world shut down thanks to COVID. Mm -hmm. So not many people got to try it. Um, if you recall, it's like a normal Big Mac, but with two patties on top, okay. two on the bottom. So a total of four It's a lot of patties burgers. on one bun. 
back in 2020, they also added a Little Mac that only had one patty. Okay. No mention of that one, so I don't. I doubt they're bringing that back. But yeah. uh, anyway, the double Big Mac hits the menu with participating McDonald's on January 24th for a limited time. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. If it's your thing, go there. The thing that I don't like about the Big Mac is I just I don't like that extra piece of bread. Yeah, it's a lot of bread. So I would get, I would ask for the double cheeseburger with mac sauce, which is not the same thing, but. the double. I am a fan of the double cheeseburger and the quarter pounder with cheese. I am too, but sometimes I'm craving that mac sauce, man. Yeah, good stuff. And since we're talking about fast food, uh, since we don't really have a rooting interest in the NFL playoffs, if you love chicken, then you're in the same boat as Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, which was founded in New Orleans, the home of the New Orleans Saints. And Popeye's wants to give you something to cheer for, so they're giving away free wings if a team wins the Super Bowl that involves wings. Okay. So obviously that's the two remaining bird teams, the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. That makes sense. And the Philadelphia Eagles. Interestingly enough, they're also counting the Buffalo Bills, apparently, for, for the Buffalo Wings connection. Wow. Because that's where many people from there argue that that's where Buffalo Wings Well, that's very from. generous of them, I think. So if one of those three teams, the Baltimore Ravens, the Philadelphia Eagles, or the Buffalo Bills, wins it all on February 11th, Customers can snag a free six-piece order of wings with any purchase two days after the Super Bowl on February 13th, which also coincidentally happens to be Mardi Gras, a.k.a. Fat Tuesday. Oh, perfect. So, like, what if if the Cleveland Browns went all the way? Could, like, Duncan Hines hook us up with some brownie mix or something? You would think so. It'd be nice of them. Maybe Ace Hardware could hand out free plungers or something. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) <laughs> throwing stuff out there. <laughs> Throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. I took a plunger to my kitchen sink the other day. <laughs> yeah? It got clogged. I didn't know what to do, so I thought I'd try that. Yeah. Didn't work. No? No. No. Call Ended a guy? No. Nah, my, my friend Lisa, who just continues to astound me at every turn, she knows how to do everything. Because I sent her a picture of what was going on. I'm like, is this going to require a plumber? Or I said, do you think Drano will fix this? And she goes, you need to call your friendly plumber. And I thought she was talking about my friend Steve, who's my HVAC guy that she knows. And I thought that she had them confused. Oh. So I said, I don't have a plumber friend. I have an HVAC friend. And she said, no, I'm your plumber friend. And I'm like, what? And she came over. Really? Yes. What's her story? Underneath there, working on the pipes and doing all kinds. I'm like, how do you know how to do all this stuff? How does she know how to do she all this She was an interior designer at one point, and she said that just by being in people's homes and doing that, she learned how to do all kinds of things. Yeah. that I mean, She sounds like Kristen. It's crazy. I mean, she built Jacob's entire booth at the Painted Tree. Really? She, oh, yeah. That was That was all in her head, and she told me what to buy, and then she put it all together. Now, her parents must have, like, passed some of these life skills on to her, I would I think, right? I, I don't know. I'd like to know that story. Because <laughs> Kristen was, Close like, Kristen was gifted a toolbox when she went off to college by her father. And okay. he and he 
he didn't just go and pull like a like one of those girly toolboxes off Pretty the shelf. Pink ones. No, he he went to Home Depot and he hand selected all of the tools that he thought were necessary and put them all in the toolbox. And he has it, is, it has been a tradition. He has gifted he gifted all three of his daughters uh-huh. and every single one of his grandchildren mm-hmm. uh, toolboxes as they go off to their first year of college. Yeah, and both her parents. Mom and dad were just two of the most capable people you've ever met. Yeah. And they just passed those skills on to their kids, man. And Yeah. You know, you add to that the fact that, you know, she was married to a developer before before we. Uh-huh. And so she went through, like, a lot of home renovations. She's mm-hmm. also a realtor, so she also knows a lot about. That kind of stuff. Homes and construction and remodeling yeah. and the whole thing, knows what to look for. Yeah can tell you when something's wrong, how to uh-huh. fix it, how to approach it, who to call, or yeah. if, if it's something that can be fixed. Uh, she's also got sh- that uncanny ability to, like, put together an, a piece of Ikea furniture faster than oh. most people. <laughs> yeah. She's just a natural in that arena. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's nice. You've got yourself a really good husband. Oh, there. man, I lucked out. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I I've had so many, so many people tell me, Judd, you don't need a husband. You need a wife. You need, you need a woman. You need to a Mary Kristen. I need to, yes, need to bring a woman in that's going to, you know, get me organized, keep me clean, do all of the things that women seem to be a bit more naturally good at than most men. And that's what I need. But then, you know, I got a friend, a female friend that can do plumbing. So I guess I need a wife that can do plumbing. That's handy. I know. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Yeah, and I, you know, I look at Kristen, I go, you know, you could have been with anybody. Right. But she's like, but I have all those skills. Like, right. She doesn't, and you're really good at calling a guy. Right. Does it matter really who does it as long as it gets done? I guess not. No. Uh, London, Paris, Tokyo, New York, some of the world's grandest cities. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in Tokyo yet. It's on my list. Someday. Is it on your short list or is it down the way? Down, down What's next on your list? Uh, Probably, uh, we're, well, our next on our list is California. We're going back to California for Ingrid's graduation, but we don't have anything on the books. Tokyo pushed it back to 2025 because okay. uh, where we want to stay has been temporarily closed for renovations and remodeling. And we, and we really do kind of want to be there as part of the experience. Okay. So how do you market a city to aliens? If you want the aliens to come, come to, to your, your city, oh. how do you make yourself stand out? Because that's hard. Because you know? when you are in competition with cities like Tokyo yeah. or London yeah. or Paris or New York. Oh, yeah. This is considered some of the world's grandest cities with what's the richest city in the world isn't it in malaysia oh the richest city in the world it could be uh malaysia what, what i don't know about malaysia maybe some would argue maybe dubai dubai that's one i'm thinking of yeah i would think the aliens would want to go to dubai don't you but you maybe think they're got into that. money. I don't know. Well, I don't. I would think that they would be into opulent things because they're obviously much further advanced than we are. If they're able to travel to us and we can't travel to them yet, technologically, they have 
far exceeded anything that we're capable of. So you would think that they would, would they be interested in our most advanced parts of our society or would they be more interested in what's going on like in third world countries? These are the questions I have when I think about aliens and how do you market to them unless you know these things, (laughs) right? Well, we have just beamed out our first ever travel ad targeted to aliens. All right. And and who's doing it and what are, what are they what are they promoting? Uh there are scientists in charge of of this program that have been put together by the city of Lexington, Kentucky. Of all places. Yes. Wow, if they come then we're just a 2-hour drive away. That is the first place we are suggesting the aliens go is Lexington, Kentucky. And what's Lexington got for them? Well, Lexington's tourism board is uh Kind of billing themselves as uh, as a great place to visit, okay. um, a great place that humans like to visit. So why not aliens? And this is not a joke. They really did beam out a message. They got FAA approval. Wow! Sent a coded bitmap image with pictures representing prime numbers and the four basic elements of life. They also included a rough image of a human and two images of horses because, as you know, Lexington is the horse capital of the world. See, I'd be afraid the aliens would want to eat the horses. Wouldn't that they suck? Might, aliens might look like horses. That's true. They may go, oh, cool. They, they may like want us. to breed with our horses. I had that thought. Right. It also shows the chemical formulas for the main molecules in bourbon. Oh, and at the bottom, it says, visit Lexington, Kentucky, to encourage them to start planning a vacation in the bluegrass state. Uh, they pointed the signal at a solar system called TRAPPIST-1 because we think it has a lot of planets in that solar system mm-hmm. that could sustain life. So yeah. that would seem like the most logical place to beam your message, right? Yeah, yeah. makes sense. It's a little far away. It's 40 light years away, so any aliens out there, you have to assume that the the aliens in that particular galaxy or hope that they have the technology that we don't have to Mm -hmm. get here or there. Um, I guess theoretically the aliens out there wouldn't, wouldn't get it until the year 2063 if it is 40 light years away, right? Mm hmm And if they respond, we wouldn't you're back until 2103. <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't but mean still. you shouldn't put the message right, out there, right? right? This was the first time that we as a species have ever sent out a travel ad inviting aliens to come visit. We're targeting the TRAPPIST-1 system because we might actually get an answer in somebody's lifetime if there's somebody there watching. But the reason uh, scientists have been interested in it lately is because of the large number of planets that it has and what it's considered to be the habitable zone. I think saying, hey, we're nice and friendly people. We have horses and bourbon and dopamine. Don't eat us. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Good to know we're going to be safe in Kentucky. Well, you know, and we've got some time. You know, they can even spruce up the town a little more, add some things. Since it'll be, you know, a few years before. Right. Yeah. You know, they they, they got plenty of time. It's like preparing for the Olympics, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and everybody wins on that. Agreed.
By the way, if you're thinking of adding a fur baby to your family, consider doing some research on the breed beforehand. <laughs> but it's hyperallergenic, Jeff. <laughs> it's the perfect dog. Uh-huh. Or he's just so cute and lovable and so adorable. Let me, let me tell you, that cocker spaniel of mine, <laughs> he is he is cute. But let me tell you, he's a wound little guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean, all pets require attention and mm -hmm. lots of love. But these these five that I'm about to share with you come with a few more vet visits, insurance claims, and... Uh, We'll call them medical predispositions. So here they are, ranked. Okay. You want you want to go backwards, or you sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah, backwards. <clears throat> okay, the dachshund. The dachshund. Oh, they have a lot of neck and back issues. Oh yeah, because those are wiener dogs, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but they also have a bit of a Napoleon complex, meaning they're aggressive <laughs> to compensate yeah. for their small size. I've known some of these dogs. I lived with one for a while. But you're making quite a commitment because they require a lot of exercise to avoid being overweight. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they're getting fat. And are what? prone to intervertebral disc disease. Yeah. The dachshund. That's cute number five. Dog. Oh, my God. They're cute. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Number four, the, the Great Dane. Beautiful animals. Oh, God. They're huge. They're so cool, though. They are huge, and they require a lot of food. But they're also prone to cancers and heart disease. They don't live very long. No, they, they don't. My sister, life sister in law, we were just talking about this what over is it, Christmas. Like six or seven years. Yes. Is it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's not very long at all. No. And they also need their nails trimmed regularly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three Labrador Retriever. Oh, my God. They have endless energy and get into things. <laughs> oh, God. But they are prone to issues with their paws and knee joints. Hmm. Yeah. My mom's got two. But I, we always had Labradors, Labradors and Beagles my entire life. Yeah. And they're, they are the sweetest, though. Oh, my God. Their tails never stop wagging. They're always happy to they're see you. They're always right. happy. Uh, number two, Chihuahua. <laughs> they are sassy and confident, but they are also prone to heart and eye diseases. Mm. Just keep that in mind if that's the direction you decide to go in. And here we are, number one. The most needy dog breed, according to vets. <laughs> Doodle. <laughs> nope. No, it's the French Bulldog. Oh. Which is like the hottest dog out there right now. Everybody it is. wants a French oh Bulldog. Oh, my God. And they are so stinking cute. They are. Have you seen the videos of the French Bulldogs that talk? Uh, no. Yeah. One that says, I love you. Walter the Frenchie. It's You have got to find Walter the Frenchie. He's when, like, the mom is driving him, and they go to the park, and the dog is like, <laughs> and she's like, we can't go to the park today, Walter. And they have, like, this back-and-forth conversation. That's and funny. it is hysterical. I've turned into one of those people that thinks my dog can understand what I'm saying. Like, what I, what I say. Can. Oh, I think she, she actually can. can yeah. I know, but I'm, like, I'll saying. be like, Piper, what, what are you doing? Do you think that you should be over there? What do you have? And she'll be like, nah. and she'll spit it out, or she'll look at me, and I'll be like, do you want to do you want to go to the laundry room? And she's like, yeah. And she'll walk in there. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, why does she know stuff? You it's could, weird. I mean, theoretically, you could talk gibberish, but it's all in the tone. Yeah, like if you sure. match the tone based on what you're thinking or feeling or want her to do. But I'm thinking she'll still understand. You. She's understanding words like there laundry will, room. Yeah, and yeah. I yeah. Th isn't there research that say that dogs can understand like? 
don't remember what the number was, 20 or 50 yeah. words. I heard 27 words. The longer you That's what I read. Yeah. The more things you'll start, because re- we've had Snoopy a year now, and Chris and I were just talking like last month. Or we're like, like, he understands He really has like figured out some stuff in the last few months. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, the longer it's you weird. Start with them, Here's right? one. Treat. Oh, yeah, they totally know that. Potty. Cookie. Yeah. Walk. Mm-hmm. So oh, it, walk. You are not kidding on walk. I had to teach Jacob to spell it. Because he would talk about it all the time. Because he would, because he loves taking Merle for a walk. So it'd be something that he would talk about all day. And I, and every time he would say it, Merle's running all over. And I'm like, Merle, you got to say W A L K. And so that's what he. But does he learn he that W L A L K means walk? Like, I don't would, know. Won't they eventually realize W A means outside? He hasn't figured it out yet. Because he doesn't respond when Jacob says that. But as soon as I say, okay, buddy, let's go for a walk, then he does. Mm. My guys don't know the word treat because we use the word project. Project? Do you want a project? Oh. Because they need something to activate their brain. So I only buy the treats that they have to work on for, like, if I get 10 minutes out of them. Gotcha. I tie it up in a towel. So just keep them busy. So when I say project, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Well, no one here has a French bulldog, but French bulldogs are considered the neediest breeds by vets because they tend to have... They tend to have neck, knee, and back problems and heart issues. Is that what uh, Kay has? Is he his, has a French bulldog, yeah. A Frenchie? Mm-hmm. yeah. I love them. And since they have a flat snout, there's no question they're cute, and they're the most trendy dog out there right now. Uh, just bear in mind, just know this going in, since they have a flat snout, they usually have breathing problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also require special grooming products or food to keep their skin in good condition. Uh, but between the neck, knee, and back problems and everything else that comes along with it, just be, be, be you got to be ready. committed. You got to be, be prepared. Be prepared. Yep. yep. All right. That's it. That is your latest news that didn't make the news. We'll have more for you coming up after 8 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, a brand new Kelly Clarkson code word. And your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter of the day. Yeah. It's coming up in this next half hour. First, to check the roads, we've got... Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 track. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Yeah, I was trying to come up with a word just now for uh, not not confusing. That wouldn't be the right word. Uh, confusing, not confusing. It, does, it just doesn't make sense. Weird. Yeah, like it Total doesn't make sense. sense. So I came up without came befuddling. I love befuddled. What a fun word. I'm not even sure it's a real word. It is absolutely befuddled. Oh, thank is a, God. It's a real word. It's a fabulous <laughs> word. It's right up there with conundrum. Well, I just reached for it and. I like befuddled. There it was. Perplexed is another word that doesn't get used enough. Well, evidently, if you're looking to expand your vocabulary in 2024, this is going to be right up your alley. Okay. Wayne State University in Michigan just put out a list of long-lost words. These are actual words that they feel have kind of disappeared from the American lexicon. We're just not using them as much as we should. And need mm-hmm. to be resurrected okay, let's in see 2024. Okay, let's see if there's any other fun ones. 
And now these are not, again, these are not slang words that have faded. They're just mostly very old words teetering on extinction. Okay. Here are the 10 they suggest that we revive along with their meaning. Blatherskite. Blatherskite? The old blatherskite. What is a blatherskite? Mm. A person who talks at great length without making much sense. Oh. Blatherskite. Me. As in... The cable TV commentator was a blatherskite who Ugh. produced 30 minutes of angry nonsense each night. That's hilarious. I yeah. like that. I don't Blather. know. How do you what spell that? What a blatherskite. And by the way. That guy. I, I'm going on the record saying that I may be mispronouncing some of these words. How is this blatherskite? Like, what is it? What it's is it? spelled B-L-A-T-H-E-R-S-K-I-T-E. I would say you're right. So there. I went with blatherskite, but who knows if, like, the pronunciation is supposed to be blatherskite. <laughs> blatherskite. I don't know. I like that better, I think. Right. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Kergloff. Kergloff? Kergloff. Spell it. That sounds like you sneezed. <laughs> Kergloff. C-U-R-G-L-A-F-F. C-U-R-G-L-A-F-F. Kergloff. It could be Clerk. Clergoff. Is that someone who does Kerglaf? their laundry in a stream Kerglaf. or brook? No. Kergloff is the shock felt when you first plunge into cold water. Oh. Yeah. As in, he dove into the pool without thinking, and the kergloff caused him to shriek when he came up for air. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I would struggle to put that one in a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. In everyday use. See, I, I say that about a lot of words that I learned in English vocabulary, and then I find myself going, oh, that's handy. That's exactly <laughs> what I need for this yeah. weird conversation that I'm having. Number three, dollop. Oh, a dollop of this and a dollop of that. I feel like that still gets used. Yeah, because of do a dollop of Daisy. Do a dollop, do do. Yeah, they kind of brought that Daisy. back. A dollop is a shapeless mask. Uh, yes, a shapeless mask. I'm that tongue tied today. A shapeless mass or blob of something, mm -hmm. especially soft food. Add a dollop of this, a dollop of that. Sour cream. Mm hmm. I remember my art teacher, Mrs. Tennis, also used to say, just a dollop of paint. Just a dollop. He sat down and would enjoy a nice steak, grilled asparagus, and a baked potato topped with a giant dollop of sour cream. That's the one reason I don't I like buy it. that brand. That you don't like the word dollop? <gasps> Let me tell you what about Daisy, though. They're the ones that have the squeezy, the squeezy. You can, nope. oh, it's the best. Nope. You get just a dollop. Three dollars more. Just get the cheap stuff. No, sometimes it's on sale. Two for three dollars. You gotta read. The, you gotta shop the sales, Tim. Kaffee clatch, coffee clatch. It's an intestinal disease. <laughs> Spelled K A F F. Dealing with the coffee clatch again. E E K L A T S C H. Kaffee clatch. Coffee clatch. An mm. informal social gathering where coffee is served. Okay, so then it would be coffee, Clatch. What is it? Say it again. I'm, the, I'm not. The A, the ah, coffee, Clatch. It's an informal social gathering where coffee is served. Okay. But it's not spelled like coffee. It's spelled K-A-F-F-E-E-K-L-A-T-S-C-H. Okay. As in, after the kids got on the bus, the parents headed to the porch for their morning cof coffee, Clutch.
I don't. I'm not going to use that one. Yeah. That one's dumb. Give me, give me, give me something I can use over there. Jeffrey. All right, Jen. How about Pocky? Pocky. Yes. Spelled P A W K Y. Okay. What is that? Having a mocking or cynical sense of humor. Oh, so Pocky. As in, Tim had a Pocky wit that undercut his superior self-importance. Correct. Hello. <laughs> I'm a little pocky from time to time. I would say. So I think too. we all have it in us. Yeah, our pockiness levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How fun are those? Petrichor, petrichor, petrichor—a pleasant smell that frequently accompanies the first rain after a long period of warm, dry weather. I love that smell. That is a smell. Agreed. Yeah. Petty fogger. Uh, oh, I kind of like the sound of that one. You know what a petty fogger is? I do not know what a petty like fogger a petty is. Four? A crappy lawyer. A crappy player. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I remember this from like social studies class when I was in like the third grade. Is that like an old thing? Like it's an old term like carpetbagger? Mm. Yes, it is an old term. Uh, defined an inferior legal practitioner, especially one who deals with petty cases or has dubious practices. As in, he started with dreams of being a Supreme Court justice, but in practice, he was just another ambulance chasing petty fogger. Oh, that petty fogger. Yeah. Okay. Rogabit. Rogabit or Rogabit? Spell it. R A W G A B B I T. Raw grabbit. Raw grabbit. Raw gabbit. Raw gabbit. A person who speaks confidently but ignorantly, as in my social media is filled with raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. Raw gabbits. My social media is filled with raw gabbits, trying to explain everything from epidemiology to engineering. Raw gabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the pronunciation rugabit, whether it's correct or not. Thunderplump. Thunderplump. Okay. Thunderplump is a heavy fall of rain during a thunderstorm, as in he'd hoped he could get home before the storm got too bad, but found himself instead jogging through a soggy thunderplump. I thought thunderplump was going to be a way to describe my thighs. <laughs> it also sounds like one of those rare weather terms, like when we have thunder snow yeah. or... Um, Boom cyclone. Like, yeah. they, that should also be a weather the term. The cone of potentiality yes, or, whatever or whatever that hell was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cone of uncertainty, wasn't it? That there was a cone of uncertainty yeah. or yeah. something. That's the next meteorological term. <laughs> I start trying to incorporate thunder plump into my forecast. I like thunder plump. And finally, twinkle. Twinkle. To twang the fingers on a musical instrument, as in he sat on the porch as dusk rolled in, twinkling an old childhood favorite on the banjo. Twinkle. <laughs> You're a twinkler. Look at you. Why don't you pick up the banjo and twinkle a little for us? Please. Oh, boy. There you go. So those are actual words, long-lost words, that the folks at Wayne State University of Michigan think that we should resurrect. 2024, bring them back. It's interesting that, like, the words we use today, 100 years from now, people will be looking back going, they used to use the word. Yeah. Jelly. Yeah. Jelly and riz. Riz. Yeah. <laughs> Banger. Yep. <laughs> All right. 13 after 8, Jeff and Jen, Q102, coming up your shot at $1,000. We got the 1K letter of the day for you. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson and I see sunshine out. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Alex. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we Sam? are so good. It is the mental start of the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sun is out. There. Oh, that's right. We are heading into yes. a three-day weekend. I forgot about that. <gasps> right. Oh, my gosh. How did yeah. we forget? Right? Yeah. I hear you. Will, will, are you uh, fortunate enough to be able to take Monday off, Alex? I am, yes. That's nice. Good for you. Fantastic. Yes. So will you Very stay exciting. up really late Sunday night partying? <laughs> like the good old days? You get lit? Probably not. Oh, <laughs> good. No, lit? definitely not. Uh, I'm so boring. Do you stay up, when you have a Monday off, do you stay up late on Sunday night or do you go to bed at your regular time and just sleep in a little extra? I'll definitely sleep in a little extra yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, let's try to win you a thousand dollars, and then maybe if you win a thousand dollars, you can go catch a really great sale. Do they have sales yeah. on Martin Luther King Day like they do on Memorial Day and Labor Day? I think so. Is there a Martin Luther King Day sale? I don't. Not that I know of. But you know, with a thousand dollars, let's let's set aside the bills for a moment. All the responsible yes. things. Right. What is at the very top of your? Ooh. List of, you know, I'd like to treat myself to blank. Oh, I'd like to take my son to an indoor water park. (gasps) Oh, that's great. That sounds like fun. Like one of those, like, Great Wolf Lodge kind of places. Yeah, we went to Kalahari Safari up in Sandusky for his birthday, and he loved it. So I'd like to take him back. Something like that. Did it smell? Does it just reek of chlorine? That's I mean, it thing. does. That's my it only does, thing with the indoor water parks is it's like it just feels like one big, huge chemical bath. Yeah. What it smells oh, like. for sure. Yeah. Wish they could open air, though. They got to do that be because of the pee, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. And, you, and it's enclosed, you know. All right. So let's do this. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. And if you can do that without repeating any of your answers, then you're going to win $1,000. And, of course, our biggest suggestion to you is that you pass quickly all right okay mm-hmm. uh i've already got your letter opened up here you have the letter h as in hallucinogen <laughs> all right hallucinogen. perfect <laughs> uh, listen go with that right out the gate no matter what the question is just it will it. fit <laughs> hallucinogen not that the weekend played into my thinking at all. It's got nothing to do with his plans at Not all. Not at all. No. Okie dokie. No. 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Okay. So the letter H. Name something you get at Costco. Uh, Halloumi cheese. A party theme. Hat. Something soft. Hair like a rabbit. Something cold. Pass. Something you shake. Pass. A snack. Pass. A song. Oh. Happy birthday. Oh, Happy birthday works. That was great. Snack, I, like I was that. thinking ho-hos. Ho-hos? Like the hostess Ooh, cakes. Oh, yes. Those are so good. Party theme. I was thinking Harry Potter. I mean, you could have gone with Halloween. Yeah. You could have said happy birthday for that yeah. one. Jen said something soft. I immediately went to Havarti. Havarti. <laughs> hallucinogens. <laughs> yes. yes. Hallucinogens shake. on Havarti. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's our new restaurant. 
There you, you know. go. You eat the cheese and you see stuff. Yes. Well, because you got me on the cheese kick on that first answer. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheese is insane. I love halloumi cheese. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was telling you guys, because sometimes we have those since you savored steals for the burger place, um, uh, the turf club. Oh, yeah. And I was telling you, like, that's the only time I've ever had halloumi cheese is when you when I've ordered it on the burger, it, burger there at, at, the ter- at the turf club. Insane. I don't know. Is it super pungent? I don't know. I just know I remember really liking it. No, the texture is yeah. a little, I'll call it a little squeaky maybe. Yeah. Okay. And it's usually fried. So you. Oh, yes, it. it's like a gooey so if you eat pile. It warm, usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was just, like, you definitely fork and knife it. It's very good. You would probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite cheese, Alex? Oh, no. Hello, May. No, I'm just, you know, good old provolone kind of gal. Yeah. That's all right. Well, have a great weekend. Yeah, enjoy. Thank you very much, you guys, too. Yeah, right. sleep in. We'll see you at the water park. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Take it easy. See you, bye. She's yeah. going to need $1,000. I heard the water park is expensive to go to. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, especially like these kinds of weekends, I think when the, the kids are all off, yeah. they really mm-hmm. kind of, in the middle of winter, when there isn't an outdoor option for swimming. Because swimming is, is one of those activities, if your kid knows how to swim, you can sit on the sidelines and relax and just let them go. You know, that's... that's But still right. watch it's a, Right, you keep an eye, but you don't have to be all up in them all the time, which is nice. Well, speaking of feces, <laughs> someone on Reddit posted about a recent flight from Birmingham, Alabama to Atlanta. That would be a pretty short flight, wouldn't yeah, it? Half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. But twenty minutes in, a terrible stench spread throughout the cabin. And no one knew what it was until they landed and deplaned. I bet they had to know what it was. As they were getting off, they spotted a seat, eight rows in front of them, Mm-mm. covered. In feces. In doo-doo. Oh. It turned out another passenger had soiled themselves and I guess just decided to sit in it for the entire one-hour flight. I think, you know, when you soil yourself somewhere, <laughs> you, you know, there's fight, flight, or freeze. And I think probably... This person just froze because what are you going to do? You're in a metal tube going 500 miles an hour. What are you going to do? Above Alabama. There's yeah. nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Like, There's what a, are you What are you going to do? do? You, you go to the bed. Do you have a spare pair of pants in your carry-on bag? If you do, lucky you, then maybe you could go clean things up. But you still got to deal with all of that in the seat. I think you kind of just hope it all contains itself in your drawers and that no one will notice. Well, it didn't. Yeah. Oh, no. Another passenger backed up the story in the Reddit comments. They said they were in the same row as the pooper, but across the aisle. Uh, That person said the substance in question was, quote, on the seat, spread out like peanut butter. Oh, no. So do we know? Is this an elderly person? Maybe they have IBS or something. They didn't say if it was an elderly person or just a regular average Joe, but they did say the person left the plane and sprinted straight to the airport restrooms. Uh, A lot of people in the comments felt bad for them since they were obviously in some sort of distress. distress. Um, But, you know, when you talk about like that fight or flight thing, I keep 
so you know when COVID was over and we had like we had this surplus of masks that we no longer had to wear every time we went into Kroger or wherever. I got thirty of them in my glove box currently. <laughs> right, and and we would get like you would get them when you travel, like going through the clear aisle. They would just give you a complimentary mask, and it would it's sealed in a thing. And I just stuck into my carry on, and I've always had it. In the event, let's say I'm on a plane and I get stuck to next to someone who's coughing and hacking and right. doing whatever. <laughs> I That's just, a great idea. So in the event something like that happens, it probably won't completely eliminate the stench, but it might reduce. <laughs> putting your mask on might help. I thought you were going to offer it to them to wipe it up with. No. I wasn't sure where you were going that <laughs> first. So, oh, just what, as a way to filter the odor when we flew back from so when we went to st lucia last year we stopped in atlanta and we had to fly from atlanta to home which is what 45 minutes maybe an hour not even that long but the gentleman next to me i i would if i would have laid money on the fact that he had covid i mean to the point where first of all his odor was very unpleasant i could tell that he was sweating a lot he was also sneezing, coughing, hacking, eyes watering. And Scott had a mask in his bag. And I was like, are you going to put that on? Can I wear it? Because I was sitting right next to this guy. And I wore it the entire flight. Thank God I didn't catch anything. But also, it really saved me, I think, from that moment of the smell. Not just mm -hmm. to mention all of the germs he was putting out. Uh, my friend Karen said she was on a flight from Puerto Rico to JFK. So this is a four-hour flight. When an elderly man pooped his pants and kept getting up and walking up and down the entire plane. Oh, no. So at that point, uh, many of the women on the flight started spraying perfume <gasps> to try to, you know, mask the odor. But she said the, the combined with all the different perfumes and the smell yeah. of the poop, and it, it was worse. Yep. It yeah. just made it worse. Yeah. Oh. Is there like four hour flight? Is there a protocol, though, like you tell the flight attendant that this boom, has boom. happened? <laughs> exactly. Like, what do you do? You I mean, three no. chimes. That means someone has, uh, you know. And they're like calling in the back. I'm just strongly yeah. advising you just have a little mask at the ready in your carry on in the yeah. event because there's a lot of people. Not to mention carry in that extra metal pants. Tube. Oh, that metal tube. Yeah. yeah. I know Jen and I somehow were talking about cruise ships this morning before you all came in. What were? How did it's you because get on the that? world's largest showing cruise ships. Oh, now. that's why. Yeah. And I, you know, it's got like a a water park on the boat mm -hmm. on the cruise all ship. Kinds of crazy stuff. Um, how many stories is this thing? You know, they got shopping, endless shopping malls and restaurants. Nutty. It's massive. I mean, it's, it's like, like a, a city. giant city. Yeah, it's a giant floating. City, and I've never taken a cruise before, uh, never had a desire to, um, have always been kind of weirdly freaked out by them. You know, I hear these stories about these cruise ships that become disabled for whatever reason or something breaks out, some disease or some uh, virus breaks out and passengers get sick. It just That's the kind of thing that would just freak me out. Like, I, mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'll never take one. Right. But getting on a cruise ship that big, the world's mm -hmm. largest cruise ship, is just too many people for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Oh, for sure. Like, let's start small. A riverboat. A riverboat Maybe cruise. a riverboat, <laughs> yes. There you go. Well, there are some really amazing riverboat yeah. tours, aren't there? In, uh -huh. like, 
in Europe. Other parts of the world. Yeah, like one yeah. of those Viking yeah. cruises or something. Yeah, something yes. like that. That would be awesome. That'd be more of my boat. hundred people on it instead of, you know. Right. Thousand. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. you got a question. I bet the food's not as good. I bet they don't have a shopping mall on board. Food's probably better. You think? Yes, because they're cooking for 100 people instead, instead of 8,000. Yeah. True. I'll tell you what, though. We took a Disney cruise before. You liked it. And I, I like, just recently, our Is that dog- the first cruise you had ever taken? I had taken one a million years ago. I went, like, on an Elvis cruise with one of my girlfriends when I was in college. <laughs> just and left out of New Orleans. It was a total blast. I think I had just turned 21, so it was super fun. Um, but... Our kid said that that's one of her favorite vacations she has ever been on. And and I was like, Jeff, I only was like, I only want to be on here for like three nights max. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to get off this thing. I booked a skirt. And she like was like, I can't wait till I can do that kind of vacation ever again. Like yeah. it was one of her favorites. Wow. I will say as far as the germs, Jeff, yeah. are concerned. Right. In my opinion, as a germy person as well, I felt very secure because like they were serving us they were you know all of the buffet lines they were giving you the food so not everyone was touching everything Mm. they did have a lot of those sanitizer stations everywhere around elevators and stuff that helps Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah i don't know i think it depends on where you're going to i've been on an alaskan cruise and that was very chill tame quiet adventurous sightseeing mm-hmm. compared to the Cozumel three-day out of New Orleans where you're like, body oh, yeah. shots, and yeah. we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting effed up. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a different vibe. It does. And the, and the yeah. line that you go on, like if it's, what is it, um, yeah. Carnival versus Royal versus Norwegian well, princess. versus well, That's the uh, thing. Like I, I know people who go on cruises all the time and just love them. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it differs, too, because... If you want to see a lot of places for like I went on a cruise, um, that one that I'm talking about, like we went to like different places like Belize. Like I'm never going to go to Belize, but it's neat to see it on a cruise ship for maybe for a day, 12 hours and then be like, hey, we should come back here sometime. And why will you never go to Belize? Because I'm saying before I never would have planned a trip to Belize. Got it. But I mean, some of those destinations, you, you know, like Guatemala, you can go there. For 12 hours and be like, oh, this was neat. We right. should come back. Okay. I feel like I've seen all of Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> or enough of Guatemala to get me by. I don't know. No, I get your point. Like, I don't know that I would have made a special trip to just go to Belize, but if that is included in a list of other really mm-hmm. cool tropical Caribbean countries, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, now we're... Well, the same um, with, like, um, like, the Mediterranean. They do those cruises that go to, like... Italy and the south of France and Greece, Greece and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Croatia. a neat way if you only have a certain amount of money, you can be like, let's try these places on a cruise ship. Right. I mean, I haven't ever done it, but I heard other people. Uh, Valeria sounds, you guys are talking about cruises. I highly recommend Virgin Voyages. They are adults only, mm-hmm. and they, the service, they're known for their excellent service. There I feel go. like I get flyers in the mail all the time from them. From Virgin, Virgin Voyages? Yeah, I think so. They know your story, right? I, I know. I don't okay, know why I'm they're just, sending it to me. Right. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> what about the people who sold their house? Oh, yeah. And just live, live on, on cruise, cruise ships full time. There's a lot of that are doing it. 
Yeah. And and they game the system in such a way where it's actually less expensive for them oh, yeah. to live on a cruise ship. Yeah. Than it is for them to, you know, have a home use base the somewhere. Points and stuff, right? Don't they do like yeah, yeah some sort of weird like reward or, club thingy? Or they might commit like to three months, like maybe if they. You know, if you buy certain dates, certain times of the year on certain cruise lines. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. For two, three months at a time and then maybe switch boats or something. They they somehow manage to do it in such a way that it, it works. affords them the opportunity to travel. They can stay on the boat. They can get off the boat. Your food is included, so you're not spending uh-huh. money on groceries and gasoline and all these other oh, things. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're not and worrying they offer, about... like, a drink package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you're able to travel and see the world like you always wanted to. You know what's crazy? I just remembered this. My aunt is getting ready to go on a 37-day cruise that leaves out of L.A. and ends in Fiji. Really? Yes. And she ends in Fiji. Yes. Is she coming back well, or is yeah. she gonna no, stay? I'm saying though, like the destinations <laughs> along the way, but it's like that's like the the ultimate destination point is Fiji. And I because I was like, Well, what do you do? Like they have stretches where they're at sea for three days at a time. And because to me, I'm like, I gotta be able to get off of this boat. But she loves that part because like her husband and she are really big readers. She just walks all the time around the ship. But, like, what a neat thing to do to that see would scare me so yeah, much. part of the world. My parents flew to Hawaii and took a cruise to, I think, Fiji or some mm-hmm. of those other islands. And same thing. I'm like, well, I want to give you a big kiss and hug because I don't know if you're ever coming back. The Pacific Ocean might get you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you not seen those videos of the North Sea? <laughs> they went to that island with the crabs, oh, the, crab, wow. with the, the red crabs, whatever that island is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know where all she's going. But, yeah, it's 37 days on a boat. That's cool. Hey, this would suck. Amy said that her friend... Did that where she sold her house, condensed all of her belongings to five boxes, only to have the cruise canceled. She was going to go. She was going to go on a three-year, three-year cruise. Wow! So she sold her house, condensed all of her belongings to five boxes, only to have the cruise canceled. And I guess it was such a big deal because she wasn't the only one planning that trip. It was all over the news. Oh yeah, wow. I do remember seeing that. COVID related, I imagine. Yeah, I just don't think I could live on a boat. No, <laughs> I, I'm too much of a homebody. I think I, I, I think I would get very anxious not having a home base. Yeah, not to mention my all own the, space. All the other you, people. Your little you're cabin with. that can't my, be your home. My little cabin. My little. Yeah. Nope. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. newest best friends club member this is kenzie keith of westchester oh my gosh this is crazy well we're happy to have you as a member of our club a little background on kenzie she's the biggest taylor swift and michael jackson fan ever (laughs) Uh, yes kenzie is terrified of all bugs including (laughs) butterflies really yeah Mm. Yeah, it was a SpongeBob episode when I was little, and I zoomed in on the body of the butterfly. Oh, well, yeah, that'll do it, I guess. That's awesome. And uh, it also says here you're Hungarian. I am. I'm part Hungarian. My mom is half Hungarian, so 
Yeah. How often do you get to go to Hungary? I have never been, but I would love to go. Oh, we got to put, yeah, put on that list on the too. list. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. One of my earliest memories is driving to doctor's appointments because my mom works for TriHealth. And when I was sick, I'd go to work with her. And now she's taking me to a doctor's appointment now for a post-op surgery I just had. So this is just a full circle moment. Oh, <laughs> well, I hope the surgery went well. It did. Thank you. Now, tell us what you do for a living. I'm a school-age coordinator for a before and after school program in the area in Westchester at Creme de la Creme. So I'm with kids all day, every day. And what does a school-age coordinator do? So I'm basically the principal for all of our school-agers. So I plan summer camps, all of our holiday camps. We have kids before school and after school that come to us. So I basically wow. run that part of the school. And what kind of education do you need for a job like that? I needed a bachelor's degree, but I actually did my bachelor's degree in pre-speech therapy, but oh. I decided to go a different route with it. Cool. And That's what inspired cool. you to go in that direction? I actually used to be an aide in high school for a child with autism, and I would see a speech therapist work with him, and I just fell in love with the profession. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Well, that's very cool, and we're happy to have you in the club. We're very excited. Yes, I'm so excited, too. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I love that you've been listening since you were a kid. You know, not <laughs> <I have. laughs> you've done grown up with us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love it, and, and then I kind of wince, too, because it just reminds me that, you know, we're oh, not as young yes. as we used to be. But. Oh, no. Thank you guys for all that you do. Hmm. We appreciate you, Kenzie. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. Welcome to the Best Friends Club. Thank you. Take it easy, Kenzie. Have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. You too. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to be a member of our Best Friends Club, uh, you can hop online, fill out the online application at WKRQ.com. And since, since Kenzie loves Taylor Swift. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.